Hi, this is Geeta Nandikotkur, Managing Editor for Asia and Middle East with Information Security Media Group. I caught up with Jurgen Hayes, Chief Executive Officer of Unlimit at Reliance recently during IoT Congress in Bengaluru to discuss the challenges of securing Internet of Things. Jurgen says IoT is no longer a hype and is becoming a reality with key industry sectors leveraging the platform. As the security practitioners build an architecture to embed security at the device and design stage to protect against cyber threats. Thanks, Jürgen, and welcome to the ISMG discussion. Thank you. Jürgen, you have been uh, leading the IoT project at Reliance and as an independent entity. So, where do you see this going? Is it just an IoT, a hype? Uh, considering India and Asia-Pacific region. And uh, in the next 12 months, where do you see that? And where does this entire ecosystem of cybersecurity fit in the IoT? First of all, I believe IoT is not a hype. IoT is already there. If you see, if you're talking about the 50 billion connected devices, which means we're talking about 27 million devices per day, which have to be connected. And we're talking about 5 million developers who are already developing IoT devices, security, whatever, you can see it's not a hype, it's a full implementation and what we see now day by day, month by month, year by year, everybody of us will have a touch point to IoT, which is an enabler for the B2B business, for the enterprise customer. And coming to the question of security, I believe we have to take care of that we are implementing security from the design not at the end. Many doing the mistake, so let's do something ready and at the end think about how to implement uh, data security. I believe this we have to do from the beginning, from the designing, and this is one of the core element. So with this new age threats that you see coming in, and uh, since you, you mentioned about 15 million devices getting connected, and all these, uh, the data it gets vulnerable there. So against this background, where do you see the biggest security challenge here? Uh, there are different aspects, I believe. I personally see we have to take care of security where the data will be produced. That means really as a device at the edge. I believe if you're looking to platforms, platforms and different platforms and the links between the platforms is more or less in a hosting center, in a closed area. This you can manage much, much better. If you're looking on data security, on it's much more on the device. Now, how you personally taking care of, how the device is taking care of that of your data. That's the reason why I personally believe in the future we have to think a little bit more about blockchain and other elements where we should implement also not only for legal aspects, also for data security and data privacy. But data privacy is a personal issue. You have to take care what you want to share, not want to share. I believe here we have to open the mindset much more that people are knowing what they are doing. And you have been implementing these IoT projects within Reliance only. How do you see this project and maybe you can throw light on what exactly you're doing? Where do you bring in the security angle to it? I believe we are addressing three markets. One market is IoT in the Reliance Group. You know, Reliance is a huge organization from power plant, smart meter, energy distribution, hospital, toll collect, a thousand of things, insurance, many, many things. Here we are doing many activities, implementing IoT as a mass rollout, really, for insurance, pay as you drive, and so on, so on. These things are coming up. Another part is the enterprise market in India. Of course, it's more or less the same, plus all these six verticals I have explained. And the third one is the automotive sector, the OEM sector. 
That means, and this is a high volume, and if you know, uh, automotive is top security, you know, whatever, they are interested in a car and the data they can collect from a car. And for this, they are also searching for partners they can trust. Uh, and these are most of the time also telcos in the back. Of course, telcos have managed data, your private data, the last 20, 50 years in a secure way, uh, compared to many, many others there. And the data has to be in the country. It's also important, I believe, you have to follow the laws or regulatory issues. Now, we can talk about the cloud, but the cloud has to be in India. So I believe these aspects, what we are doing, for example, is all cloud, is all cloud-based, but the cloud is in the country. And whatever we are doing is we are trying to, to manage, to reduce the data flow. That means only the data the customer is interested in, or the, the, anybody needs, because I can collect hundreds of thousands of data of a person, of a, of a thing, but you only need five parameters. And uh, the core part is much more to select the right one and to, to uh, manage them efficiently. Okay, so how uh, these three projects, where did you bring the security angle to it? For instance, you must have created a blueprint, right? The yeah, IoT sure. framework. Yeah. So how do you bring this information security, the cyber security aspect to it? How do you know? Uh, again, as explained before, starting as a SIM, starting on the SIM layer, uh, we, are, we are actually working more on a mobile network-based IoT services on the SIM layer, that means where you have the first touch point with the network, there are special security elements in the device in the SIM. And with, with definitely special security codes which are decrypted from the endpoint to the cloud and to the core system. This is the key for us. And really, we have to start from the design. But you have to create the right architecture because you cannot implement security beyond security. Then you have the problem of the data flow and the real time. So the system, uh, the efficiency of the system is going down because you have overflow of data that nobody needs. Uh, that means you really have to look for an end-to-end -end encryption and then it works. So how do you integrate these teams? You're, you have your IoT team and you have security teams, you have the IT. How is it really structured? Yeah, it's one team at the end. Uh, we are a full independent uh, IoT unit uh, from sales, marketing and all these things. But our partners are also in our office. It's not a, a partner's vendor. Our partners, I cannot differentiate she's a partner or not, or not. This could be one of us or could be a partner. This is the way how we are working. And then we are creating different working groups for different services. Okay? If you want to implement a fleet management services, what does it mean? What does it mean on the platform, on the vertical? What is the security aspects? And what is the offer we can make to the market? And this is together with the partners. So they're working, all of them working really close together. And then we're doing normal proof of concept, cross-checking the system is working and how we can scale it up. This is the way. So most often I hear uh, practitioners and also IT vendors, the security vendors saying that when it comes to Internet of Things, every proposal that goes, the product procurement, everything goes, the security is also part of the request for proposal. So how does it work? Well, security is, is, is a core element because if you're designing a product, there's all the time security on, on the top course and this we have to design in if you have to two three four different partners on this we have to take care of that we are using an end-to-end -end security element and not you're doing your security you're doing your security and the third person is doing his security it doesn't work forget it uh, the performance of the system as I explained before and uh, the security overall does work so this is the reason why open the box what you are doing on the security element 
and we have to define an end-to-end -end security element of this. And who devises the strategy for this? When you you mentioned about architectural framework, yeah, yeah I mean, we, have, we have a project management team. One part is responsible for the horizontal platforms, the other for the domain-specific verticals, which are driven by many partners. And then we have an additional organization who is taking care of efficiency, end-to-end -end security elements, and so on, so on. And this is framed by the product management plus a strategy team who's taking care of what's coming up on new security elements and new services around the world. Make it sense to implement it and how to make it sense. Is it efficient? Is the customer willing to pay for this? I believe we can, we can close the system to 100% and say, okay, but then you have to pay $1,000 for the system per month. And you would say, no, not interested, too expensive. No, we have to find the right way on this. No, uh, India is planning for a 100 city smart city project. And uh, our Internet of Things become a component of the entire smart city project. So what is the approach the security, IT security needs to take when they need to really embed itself in the island? Smart city is a special project. Uh, coming to a smart city, there are many use cases. We can talk about water, we have seen water, waste management, traffic management, and so on, so energy management. At the end, uh, the key question for all of these wonderful services, either you implement it silo by silo, then you can you, you implement your silo security, or, and this is the dream, we have one umbrella, one huge dashboard, you can manage all. And who's paying for the service? Who's paying for smart parking in India? Are you willing to pay $1 a month that you have a better parking space? No. That's, uh, I believe smart, smart city is a huge problem. It's starting strong, funded by the government. And later on, we have to, to educate the people that for this services somebody has to pay. We cannot implement all these wonderful dreams, which is possible today, but somebody has to pay for this at the end of the day. And this is a critical thing for smart cities all the time. And we have the same issue in healthcare. Everybody needs healthcare. You want to have a wonderful healthcare service, but what you are willing to pay for this? One dollar, five dollar per month, ten dollars? This is the question for me. I believe is not only implement cool application and make it happen, you have to create a really end-to-end -end solution with an umbrella that all works under one umbrella. And the second one is a business case behind this. And this is I'm missing most of the time, the business case. Energy is simple. If you reduce street lighting, you're saving energy. Simple. But smart parking is a good example of Spain. How much is the IoT concept framework associated with data breaches? See, now with IoT, there's a lot of data that yeah. is generated, yeah. right? And they're all exposed. Okay. They get vulnerable, okay. like with you the, said about oh, security. With the, with the data, yeah. yeah. I believe from the architecture, you're creating from different sources. The data is coming to a data lake, which has to be secured, developed. And beyond this, you have to analytics. And uh, the data lake, I believe this is the most secure area where uh, companies like telcos, data, secure data companies have to take care of, because this is all the data. And then somebody who wants to get access to this data, get it as a neutral information. That means in a city, one million people are using a bicycle. Or you, you, you can handle this, uh, 500,000 here, 500,000 there, or you want to get individual data, and then you have to pay for individual data. But first of all, you need a tick in the box from the owner of the data. That means if it's your private data, you have to sign up. Yes, it's allowed that somebody is using my data. There's a reason why blockchain could be interesting. Of course, if you're using blockchain for this, 
that you can really follow up where the data is coming from and who's using my private data. So is there a framework that you had developed to protect this? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's independent of India. You see the same development, the same journey in, in Europe and the US market. They are coming up more and more data broker who are taking care of this data lake and who are handling this data. Everybody's talking about the data, so oil of the future. Everybody's knowing this picture. So how is it structured within Reliance? Yeah, again, well, what we are we taking care of this data lake. We are handling this data lake. Of course, we, we are a telco. We can do this. And what important is actually we are handling it individually. We are never actually, we have, it's not our plan to offer these data to a third party. We have never thought about this. This will come in the future, but to do this, you need a crystal clear confirmation from the owner of the data. And if you do it once and somebody see, oh, somebody's handling my data and that's not allowed, you are out. And you have lost 100% of trust. You know in UK companies have done this and they have lost. So what, what are you planning to do to protect this or to secure this? Again, it's hosted by us. It's not outside our area. It's full in. It's in our campus. It's in our buildings. It's in our hosting center, and nobody has access to this data. Simple, and you can create private cloud data, data storage areas for OEMs, and so on, and so on. All these things we are doing. All it's directly hosted in a customer premises. So, can you share? Two or three best practices to make IoT more secure in the context of security by design. Yeah, the security by design, good example is it's the automotive industry, where you have from in a car you have a CAN bus, you are connected to the CAN bus, and then you have the devices, the chipsets, the connectivity. What we have done really with the automotive industry really to what is the real data they want to transport and how we can uh, secure the data from the sourcing point. When our touch point is to the CAN bus, and at that point we are starting a security element. And then to the end point, to the cloud or the link where the customer has access to this data, that is absolute secure on this side. But starting on a SIM layer or the device layer to capture this data. So it's fully encrypted. Nobody can, has zero chance to get any access to this data. Thank you very much, okay. Jan. Fine. It was a pleasure. Thank you.